This is Sierra Pruitt, and welcome to the Image of God podcast. All are made in the image of God, created to cultivate beauty. And this is where we talk about creativity, faith, and real life stuff. So let's get started. Hey guys, it is season two. So exciting, and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode especially. I am talking with Mateus and Jonathan. They are based in Paris, France. They're the founders of 623rd, and they are just the most encouraging guys that I honestly have the pleasure of talking with. We are just going to talk about the fashion industry, God's view on masculinity, and Jesus doing the impossible in our lives. They are literally the living embodiment of Jesus doing crazy things in their lives. And the stories you're going to hear are honestly just insane. They have such an amazing view of who God is. And they're just going to teach you so much about just living with him and having him guide you. And also just encourage you with just the stories that they have in their life, how they created the magazine, how they've been able to step out in relationship with God whilst stepping out in the the creative sphere, the fashion industry, and just being on this level of excellence. And so I'm so excited. You guys are going to just love this episode. And I let's just, yeah, Jump on in. Let's go. My name is Jonathan. I'm actually a graphic designer. Um, started um, like around 10 years ago, uh, just doing design stuff for our church in Paris. Um, wasn't at all what I started studying. Like I come from a background in biology, so it has nothing to do with it, but like fell into graphic design and I love it. It's pretty cool. And I'm living in Paris now and that's what I do. Awesome. Mateus. Yeah. <laughs> Go My for turn. it. All right. So I'm, Mat- I'm Mateus Machado. Um, uh, originally from Brazil. Um, arrived in France when I was like 10 years old. And pretty much fell into photography back then, like instantaneously. So I started to just playing around with my camera when I was 10. Um, Off of that, um, I made an exhibition when I was quite young as well. And then just, you know, started doing fashion stuff from like 15 years old. Um, Pretty much the time where I met Jonathan. So when I got to church, met him and then just started taking photos in church and that grew into graphic design and into creative directing and doing a bunch of stuff. It's hard for me to say what I do because, you know, what I do might change day to day. Um, This week, for example, it looked like going to fashion shows, but next week it might be Mm. uh, doing stage designs for I don't know who. Um, But yeah, love everything I do. Um, from the photography side to, you know, doing stuff for church or doing the magazine, 623rd, or, you know, even working on other projects that um, I've started 
from like uh, cool. like last year. And so yeah, that, that's me. Magazine that you guys started. It was both of you that started it, right? Yeah. Or did one person have the idea? It's called Six Twenty Third. Yep. Yes. And yes, tell me about this magazine. It is. And how that came about. Um, I guess as I said, uh, mm. we just served in church together. Basically, we both like creative guys loved um everything about arts in general, and we wanted to do something together. We wanted to, uh, you know, start this project. We didn't really know what it was gonna be. Um, are we gonna do? I don't know, merch. We're gonna do. You know, we were like kind of exploring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What could it look like? Um, but we both love fashion. So then we started thinking, how can we actually do something meaningful? How can we actually do something that could have an impact on the industry that we love so much? And we live in Paris. So, of course, fashion right. is like everywhere you turn your head to. It's central. Um, so we're like, yo, let's start a magazine. Yeah, and well, I, don't we know started, like, you wanna I think the take I, it I from there, but like four years ago things like that something like that um and yeah we it, yeah it just came from our passion to like about fashion and entertainment and everything like everything like visual arts and mm-hmm. music and like all that and yeah, it's just I, I, I think like it started like as two friends just trying to do something with what god put in our hands and just like do some like things we love i feel it was just like that it ended up being a magazine and like this amazing thing yeah it wasn't planned for it to be to Mm. come out in a form of a magazine we just wanted to you know play around together around this this industry around this um, you know, talk about the things we love and the things we see um, and create content together. So, you know, that's what we wanted to do at first and it ended up being a magazine called 623rd, but Where it wasn't the initial idea. You know, we, yeah. The actual <laughs> title. Yeah. It stands, the name? Well, it stands for the oh. actual date we started a friendship, like the day we met. So when we were looking for a name for the project we were working on, we looked through a bunch of ideas and stuff, and mm-hmm. 623rd came up, and we thought it was cool. Like, it was different. It was, um, yeah, we thought we could use it, like, in different like ways. So, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you know, we... Maybe at first we wanted to complicate things right. and find this like really meaningful name with like heavy, I don't know, heavy stuff on mm. it. And it just didn't work because I don't know, it, like it was born out of just having fun and, you know, doing something meaningful, yes, but also cool together. And, you know, like we tried a few options and it just didn't sound natural. And then when 625 came up, it was like, yep. That sounds good. Sounds easy. Right. Then we just short it whenever we need. That's awesome. And, you know, it works. And yeah. like with the start of it, slash now it's just, I feel like everything's happening with this magazine. Where, like, have you seen 
like what kind of crazy like stories or like god moments have you seen like come into like fruition through this magazine like what are things that you thought like would never happen or maybe like <laughs> success or like not negative things like also like the struggles with it um or like maybe some i don't know maybe like a success story and like a failure story and like maybe how like god has like helped you kind of go get through both of those if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah definitely yeah um for sure if i can maybe one story that's not even on okay. the ma- like the the actual print magazine but um, yeah was maybe like one of the first interviews we did um so just like this really big french photographer slash artist slash mm. whatever you want to name it called jr and he's like i'm a huge fan of it jd's a huge fan of it everyone who knows a huge fan of it and we wanted and him like, we wanted to like right interview him and have a conversation with him magazine. for the magazine yeah okay yeah it's like when 63rd right. didn't even pretty much didn't even exist we I, we hadn't chat with anyone about it no one knew yeah. his name like no pr nor anything so i just emailed that girl I was like hey we have this project we'd love to interview that photographer guy but right. keep it in mind that this guy's like a celebrity or whatever you know so I emailed her, and by some mistake, she emailed me a wrong time for us to go uh. meet the guy. So, how these things usually work is they have like a, a joint, um, like massive interviews with all, like all these right. um, journalists asking questions at the same time, and then they schedule private um, interviews for like big medias and stuff. So she emailed us like some time where it was like two hours after the big uh, interview with all the journalists so we got there at like 4 p.m or something and she was like oh <laughs> like oh. i'm so sorry you should you guys should have come at two but since you're here yeah but since you're here now you might as well just do it so if you just wait a little bit because there's like this big channel tv channels is doing their thing now if you just wait until they're done you guys can go ahead and do your interview. So that, like, for wow. us was, like, right at the beginning of the magazine was, like, kind of a, yeah, a, like, a God moment and God showing us, like, yo, I got you on this project. Um, if you're faithful with it, I'm actually going to take right. it, you know, to levels that you can't even expect. And, like, it was literally the first thing we've done. When we said we want to do a magazine, we want to interview people, we want to, you know, take this to the industry... And I just shoot an email, like, let's see, like, what happens with this? And we ended up doing, like, this exclusive interview with JR and, you know, like, video and all that stuff um, that we ended up doing um, for this, like, exhibition that he he was having in Paris. And, yeah, that's, like, one of... That's, like, literally a story about, like, God actually using the unqualified or, like... Exactly. Like, the unordinary... Literally, yo, literally. Oh my gosh, we that's how you did the interview like, with our iPhones. So yes. we recorded the interview. <laughs> we had a camera, we had yeah. a camera, but we okay. recorded like the sound, the sound was like recorded with the camera to film. Yes, yeah. I was literally holding the no way. Up to his and was he like, yeah. was he like super about it? You know, did he okay? Nah, he was he was super chill, and that's the thing, he was like super chill, and maybe even happy that you know, like. Right. Finally, I have like two normal people to talk to. 
and yeah, it was like super chill. We just sat on me on the chair and him like in front of me in another chair and just had like this That's chat amazing. for I don't know like thirty forty minutes. Yeah, it was really really cool. And then he was just and then he took us like around showing us um, details of like the the art he was showing and explaining it and all that mm. stuff. It's like it was really mental, and you know all happened. Yeah. Like, if you look at it on a natural point of view, first, right. it should never ever have happened, and it was kind of an accident. But if you look at it with like our maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like knowing that we have God on our side, we can actually see this as God yeah. having our backs and God blessing our project. Um, and even with the first issue we did, the cover. Jack and Lewis, are you saying it, Jonathan? Because I don't know right how to now. say it right. <laughs> Jacques Mousse, yes. That's it. Jacques Mousse, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the best. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You know, pretty much the same. Like, guy's huge. He was launching his menswear around the same time as we were mm. launching our mag- our magazines for men. And, you know, pretty much the same story. I just, like, shoot an email to his PR guy. By some, I don't know what ha- went That's through his mind. That's just so crazy answer yes. Yeah, and the thing, the thing is... As it go for it, and then it, and the then it's like other oh, yeah go other, go ahead like, no no go, big go magazines and media like we were talking to them like the day before the show mm. and they didn't get any like info about the show so they were like the the show was in the south of France it wasn't in Paris mm. and they were like well we don't know if we need to book our train tickets and like how we're gonna do it because like literally it's tomorrow and we didn't hear from anyone and we mm-hmm. like I think it was like. A week, two weeks before, before, even more. Like that's crazy. Even more. So yeah, like three weeks before, he was like, "Yo, you guys should come down to South of France if you want to do anything." Wow. We're like, "Cool." So we booked everything, and then while Fashion Week was happening, we were talking to these guys from London, like, um, like big magazines from London or America or whatever. And they're like, we haven't heard anything from the Jackman's PR team. Like, we don't know where the show is happening, when it's happening. We haven't, as Jonathan said, we haven't booked wow. anything to go to the south of France. And we're just like, oh. But we <laughs> heard from them, like, three weeks ago. Confirming, <laughs> confirming, you know, address and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, details for the show and interviews after and all that. So, you know, like, little details like that along the way just like it's just like god showing us you know like being faithful with what i gave you and what i asked you to do and if you are faithful with that um he he just takes care of you and he just you know takes that to levels yeah to levels that you can't even imagine and we're just at the beginning like if you look at our magazine now it's still like a, Mm -hmm. a small magazine like local magazine but those are like kind of stories that encourage us to like keep going and to like not abandon the project and be like this is not working right. we're done with it Nah, you know we know that god is on this and god has showed us that he's on this um through like conversations that we have with people through friends you know that you know sometimes might like give us encouragement right. on and it how many you know? issues you know? do you guys have now Well, hey, we're working hey, on our second issue right now. was a success so, already. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of work though. So our second issue, you know, is taking time, but we'll get yeah. there. I think we we needed a bit more time. Like, and well, it took us a long time to work on the first issue as well, because right. we were trying to like find our voice, find like what we're going to talk about, um, and the, just the like everything that comes with just starting a new project. Um, mm. So, I feel like we we learned a lot, and we're trying to like work from that, uh, you know, like for our second issue, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not just like a a, a visual magazine, yeah. with like a bunch of cool photos. We're actually trying. We actually try to like go in depth into subjects. So the first one was talking about masculinity. So we actually try and and do research about that. Mm. What does it mean to be a man today? What is you know what is society saying about masculine masculinity? What are the you know, like the values the Bible teaches us about it and how does both conflict and how can we as guys in 2019, um, um, like how, how, how can we take all that information and kind of um, build our, our identity, you know, like maybe what the fashion industry is saying about masculinity today is not really what... God right, and I think you should probably expand men, on that. You know what I mean? Because I think people so, would be interested in hearing about that. Like, what maybe what you guys have found? Maybe you haven't come to like a full conclusion about it, but like maybe what you found, like as what like the world, I guess, or like fashion is saying, like this is how you yeah. be a man, rather than like what God actually says. Like, yeah. Well, the whole thing was um, in our society. I feel like nowadays. Um, masculinity is like it's really different from for different people and especially mm-hmm. in the fashion world um, and that's what the whole idea of the magazine is to like start conversations about different subjects so mm-hmm. we chose this one for the first issue because we felt like it was really important for us as well like like we're always like discovering what it means to be a man like we're young we're still like trying to figure it out so mm-hmm. even for us like it was working out what 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 it means for us what it means for for myself like a young guy living in paris like doing like art stuff like what does it mean for me and that yeah and we we just like thought about that and thought about like what would what would we want people to talk about what would we want like what would be the conversations we'll have with mm-hmm. our friends about this particular um subject um yeah i think like for me what sums up how our like um, what mm-hmm. society doing with masculinity right now? Erin. So we did an interview with Erin oh, yes, yes. on the on the first issue, and for me, he he put it brilliantly. He said, "Manhood has been in a cultural crisis for quite some time now. There has been a needed correction in culture to repair the historic oppression of women, and to bring genuine equity and equality between the sexes. We have made great pro- right. progress, but still have a long way to go." 
the unfortunate side effect has been a profound loss of identity mm. and positive modeling for boys. In the context I live in, most 25 years old men are still working through ad- adolescence and trying to figure out what it means to be a man in this new context. They, uh, the uh, irony is that powerful women are not often attracted to weak and indecisive <laughs> men. They are looking for men, not boys. So they need men who have a clear sense of self and know, and know their own strengths and are not intimidated by women who are themselves and have a That's clear beautiful. and powerful intention. Yeah. So when he says, th- yeah, beautifully put. And for me, that sums it up at all. Like, um, on yeah. big picture, like big society point of view, we are talking a lot about right. women and women rights and all of that. And we need for sure, absolutely to correct that. But side effect of that is we're not mm-hmm. teaching boys anymore anything so what what we're learning is from like movies and all that kind of stuff we kind of which teaches a distorted point of view which most most boys doesn't identify themselves with anymore so we just have a bunch of adolescent right. men what, like even like me looking around me looking around myself like my friends and all that we're i'm not saying that we're all like unhappy or whatever but it's true that we kind of have a sense of who are we? Who do we, who do we look, who do we mm-hmm. look up to, you know, nowadays? So it was like, if I'm not going to read the entire interview, but then we, after that, we go into, okay, so we're going through a crisis, crisis, but what could it mean to be a man today? And then he just gives up a list of values and every other person that we interview um, give like a list of values for what a real man looks like and that's oh, what is on the okay. cover and for me that is like what a real man is so if i read out it says a real man knows kindness in his strength mm. so is strong but it's also kind a real man is happy he's content in his own skin a real man is humble he's grateful he's faithful he's kind and compassionate he is courageous He's positive and is full of inner strength. So, like, what I just said literally sums up what, like, all of our interviews and everyone we had a conversation with said about, okay, what Mm -hmm. is a man supposed to be? As opposed to what is a man um, uh, being portrayed as? And we started the magazine with this song, How Do You Measure a Man? So that's where the title of the magazine came from. Yeah, and it's like a beautiful song written by this like British guy. Um, I always forget his name. Darcy Holmes. <laughs> Darcy Holmes. There you go. No, I think that's yeah, so sorry. important because I think that, <laughs> I mean, I don't think we actually have those conversations, like, unless it's in church, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, which exactly. I think it's like in, I mean, yeah, even so in church, church sometimes it's very like yeah. women and like, let's have women conferences and like, yeah. Let's do everything exactly. for, like, girls. But it's, like, okay, we have to, like, do something for men. And, like, sometimes we get lazy and think, oh, they won't show up. Oh, they won't do this. And that's just, like, already discouraging, like, the men around you. And I feel like maybe this conversation would be in the church. Because I know that people have had series about this and whatever. But sometimes it's not even, like, out into, like, public space. Like, where I think you guys right now, like, even having that conversation like, through the magazine and just, like, in your day-to-day, you're, like, bringing that conversation to, like, the public space and, like, not just, like, in closed stores of, like, 
a church conference for men or whatever. You know what I mean? So I think that that's, mm, like, so exactly. important, and I, like, completely yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Isn't there, like, this thing called the Peter Pan syndrome? Thank you. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's... Yes, it's, like, where yeah. nobody ever wants to grow up kind of thing, and I think that no, that's, like, what a lot of... I feel of... like oh, a yeah, lot of people on. don't want to grow up, but they also don't have the... The tools. The, a good, the tools are a good role model. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. a person they, could, they can look up to. And so they, they kind of like um, create this persona. They create this, like, they think, like, that's what I need to be. Right. So, like, that's what I see, like, in movies or whatever. They, like, they see that. And they're like, okay, I need to do that to be a man i need to do that mm. to like that's the 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 goal that's why and i feel like we we, we kind of like we kind of know better than that because mm-hmm. that's like if we if we th- if you if you think about it like when jesus um he talks about like it's not about what you achieve but what you are able to lay down to like for others like mm. that's where you find your greatness. Like that's where you find your measure is in what you are able to, what you're ready to give up. And mm. I feel like that's, that these are things that they are not talked in our society. Like right. we always look and like Matthias mentioned the song and that's where it all started because in, in his song, like, um Darcy like it talks about like men trying to measure themselves about what they're lifting and not who's who, who they're lifting up. And I, like this particular lyric like struck me because that's the reality. We look at the artwork, like at the appearance, like what people look like and what they post on social media and mm-hmm. what they're trying to build like the image they try to build of themselves. But the reality is like you like you're only as good as what you're actually doing and the difference you're making in the world. Yeah. And everything that you build up, the image you build up, then like it can all like vanishes in one moment. But when you think about like the people you can impact in life. That's yeah, that's so different. true. But at the same time, what I love about it is masculinity mm-hmm. is evolving. And today, um, for me, the strongest, manliest man is the one that is most vulnerable. Yeah. You know, like we're getting to a point where it's actually okay for a man to be vulnerable. And being vulnerable doesn't mean crying right, right. all the time and, you know, being sad all the time. It doesn't mean that at all being vulnerable just means being true to yourself and accepting that that you have emotions and facing them head on you know not not hiding away from them not trying to Mm -hmm. suppress them somehow um and maybe in the past like if i look at my father generation and my grandfather generation um that was the case for them right but when you look at even if you look at man in the bible or jesus they had emotions yeah. and they showed it, mm. you know. And it's actually okay for us men to, to do that. And I love that maybe in my generation nowadays, what we, we might call millennials, 
we're getting to that point as well. Yeah. So it's not all negative. Um, we also have, you know, we're, we're evolving. And, we're and I think Erwin McManus is probably um, like one of the best interviewees to have for the magazine for that <laughs> topic alone. Because it is like, yeah, this is sure. a guy that's like vulnerable yeah. with his life, like a pastor, but also into fashion, yeah. into art. And in, like, he's not afraid to like be himself. And like, 100%. even like, being able to introduce him to like people maybe that don't follow Jesus or like are going through a difficult yeah. time is like already that's like you're that's one step you know that's you guys being like oh this is a guy that like and we like, find as a role model and like here he is and yeah that's that's yeah and do you guys think that the, and another this like masculinity kind of theme is gonna go towards the other magazines or did you want to do a theme that's kind of different? Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. Now it's a different theme, but our goal is always right. to talk to men. You know, like about who are we? You know, what's yeah, the awesome. society? Talk to what, men who are educate like, women about manhood as well. Yeah, that's Man. good. Because yeah. I feel yeah. like that's really important as so, well. Like for women to actually know what they want yeah, or what sure. they're looking for. So, yeah, definitely we're talking to men, but women as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, and even, like, um, on this topic, like, with Erin, another maybe, like, fun story slash insane story is that we did this interview with him, but at the same time, he was going through the process of finishing his book, oh. um, Way of a Warrior. Which literally, literally talks about masculinity and what wow. is a man for him, you know. So the interview kind of evolves around that theme of, um, you know, mm-hmm. way of a warrior, um, which is you know, if you guys like can't like can read it, just go for it because it's literally insane wow. what he says in it. Um, taking that um, theme of warrior hero, which is like very manly mm-hmm. macho whatever but shining a new light into it and bringing um uh, sense of, like sensitivity into it and and yeah that's awesome that, you know. no i didn't like i didn't yeah that's amazing <laughs> um and i think yeah it is like it's so important like to have that conversation because i don't know one blog or uh magazine that even talks about that at all unless it's like super extreme or whatever (laughs) but like just to have like a sound voice in that especially like in like the arts culture is like so important because yeah it is it is that's amazing keep doing it yes (laughs) that's like i yeah i agree both you guys and like do you see like mm, in like the in the fashion world or like just like in arts in general like have Mm -hmm. you seen like i don't know maybe we're too young but have you seen like (laughs) a switch in that because i remember like in kind of in the beginning of maybe it was like the 90s or like the early 2000s it was very like masculine dude like very sexist and now it's almost becoming like really feminine boy like kind of like so if you look yeah exactly like if you take a little trip down we're too young to like yes yes i've seen it with our own eyes but it's easy for us to like to know 
I hey, love Kanye. Kanye. Like, Kanye sorry, fan. people yeah, out there. Sorry about that. We don't like him, but <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. But if if we just take Kanye as an example, so Kanye is a rapper, like hip hop world, you know, right. super <laughs> gangster or whatever. But Kanye was the one of the first guys to public publicly did wear a skirt as a man. Wow, he did. I didn't he know wore this. a Givenchy skirt back in I don't and like back in I think it was back in Watch the, oh, Th- okay. the Throne days. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying this, taking that as an example, to just like say that in the fashion industry, it 100% has evolved from, you know, on runways, you just see like these huge guys, like right. mustard guys, abs, you know, and today you still see those at mm-hmm. certain shows, but you also see other type of guys. You also see like skinny dudes. You also see like maybe like more fat dudes. You can, so there isn't just like this ideal of, yeah macho men's anymore you can you know there's also other um types of masculinity that you can identify yourself to it's okay to be a little bit more skinny it's okay to be a little less tall you know like even like this week throughout fashion week i've seen everything from from you know like very feminine guy walking down the runway to like muscular abs dude you know hanging out with girls after after parties you know like yeah so yeah i was gonna um, ask you how you think this year's paris for the people that don't know right now what's happening is paris fashion week men's so how yeah like from your lens like from like a godly lens like what have you seen throughout the shows that you've been to so far um and like how we've kind of I don't know, just, yeah, just, like, talk about, like, the difference in fashion or, like, maybe some, like, negatives or maybe positives. Or I guess you just talked about positives, but. That's a big question. Um, I guess fashion industry is a very creative industry, and there's a lot of excitement around mm-hmm. that. And I do believe that creativity yeah. comes from God. Um. But when we fail to recognize who that creativity comes from, there's a lot of, um, yeah, identity yeah. problems that come with it, which means a lot of, you know, I don't know the right English word for it, but it would be like all the partying, you know, like drugs and alcohol and all that. It is a reality. Sadly, it's a reality in our our industry. You know, people are in a quest for identity. And even if you think about the fashion industry, the way it's built, it's changing every, in Paris, it's insane. Every, pretty much every three months you have. Do they actually know? And yeah, if you mix men's, women, couture, it's actually every three months. Um, that for me is like people are looking for mm. a sense of self people are looking for who they are and they are artists and they right. express it through clothes but deep down is looking for who am I in this world who am I as, yeah. as a person you know um, so yeah um, the fashion I love it and it's very creatively stimulating it's very creative you know everywhere you turn around you find 
beautiful, great art that you can be inspired to. And it's not only the clothes, it's like, you know, the show, the music, mm-hmm. um, everything, you know, photography, everything that goes around it, video, like you name it. Um, you meet like incredibly talented people. Um, but I'm not, of course, I'm not talking about like anyone in specific, but like as a general sense, the what always strikes me is this is pretty much the definition of what mm. vain might mean. Yeah. Because a fashion show, like, I know people outside of the industry might view this as, like, this, like, huge event, but it actually lasts, like, yeah. 15 minutes. Yes. You, oh, my gosh. You go yes. there, you sit, you know, you go yeah. there, you sit, you watch, like, like 30 models walk by, yeah, you stand no. up, you leave. That's it's pretty much it. It's actually insane to me because I remember it, it, my first fashion show in London was versus Versace, which was actually yeah. insane. I don't even know how I did that. But basically, wow. it was like you're in the queue for like two hours or something. And then you go in <laughs> and then they have like a, a party. Well, this is quite it's they had their own venue and everything. So it was like they had like a party, like champagne, like whatever. And then yeah. everyone sat down, yeah, yeah. and I tell you not, like, the fashion show actually lasted 10 minutes, and then right after it's done, everyone yeah. just leaves everyone, to the next like, show. Yeah. Running. It's everyone insane. is just, like, running, because, yeah, and and for me, like, when you look at that, it's for me, it is the definition of what, you know, like, uh, ephemeral mm-hmm. might mean, or vain might mean. Everything is, like, Materialize in what fashion week is or what yeah. a fashion show is, um, but at the same time, the positive sign up, like if if you look at it from the positive side, is wow, like you actually get to experience like fifty minutes of yeah. incredible art and you incredibly talented yeah. people, you know, yeah. So that's my take on 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 fashion week. It is all of that, those things, but right. it's not all negative. Still, like, yeah. Jonathan, you have any comments? Yeah. I know you haven't, you said you haven't been to some yet until tomorrow, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going tomorrow. Maybe talk about, like, it, from your point, because you do graphic design for church, and, like, how, um, maybe, like, the friends outside of church, like, how you kind of, like, serve them, and, like, how, yeah, kind of like in the stuff that you do in church and like you you are surrounded by like community of like Christians and that's amazing. And like how do you actually bring that to other people from like outside? I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> uh yeah, it does. Um what what can I say? I th- I think what I love about like being in the both like well, it's not two different things but like being in the fashion industry, like and seeing it up front, mm-hmm. like you, like you can actually see that fashion defines a lot of culture and what like our society uh, looks like. Right. If if you know what I mean, like um, there are like fashion designers, like they always always try new stuff. They always like pushing the limits and redefining different different things and you can actually actually see it 
in like society like a few months or years after you see it on runways um and that's why i love that like being able to go to fashion shows and to see fashion um fashion stuff is that you can actually bring that into what you do in your everyday work like i work for church i'm a graphic designer for church and like i try to like get some things and bring them to what i create and in everything i do like Mm -hmm. on uh, everyday basis so yeah i feel like that's something that's amazing yeah for sure i was trying to like sometimes because doing like fashion photography sometimes (laughs) i don't know if you guys feel this way but for me i'm like oh i feel like i'm just like like what's it called i'm just promoting like the sense of vanity or like this materialism Mm. or like creating this because basically Mm. like for me i'm literally Mm. creating the desire for people to want whatever i'm shooting so like if i'm shooting like a bag collection like i'm creating the desire for people to want this bag collection and like for me that's always like i've always felt attention with that because i'm like oh is this actually like serving people like is god actually like in this or i'm just like am i just doing the opposite of what god wants me to do like i actually have those thoughts Mm. and i don't know maybe yeah yeah. my take on that would be um of course like oftentimes we work under contracts with brands helping them sell products that is like true and right you pretty much can't change the nature of that but we have the immense honor yeah. to work with the Holy Spirit everywhere we go, no matter what we do. So I have this strong belief of even though I might be mm-hmm. shooting this ad for I don't know who, I believe that yeah. the Holy Spirit is yeah. working nice. through me at that exact moment. And even though I'm shooting a photo to sell a bag or a shoe, I'm believing that, you know, Holy Spirit will breathe on that and someone who ended up looking who like you Sierra is and my ended up finding image of God podcast hear about God and you know like God used that item that photo like selling the product to actually yeah the I've never thought him. of it that so way so I, I believe that like no matter what That's we awesome. do no matter what you do God is with you and you know if you do it and you like honor him with it yeah, yeah he'll, he'll use it like 100 like, yeah i had no doubt about that we're working with people mm. which means like we have the opportunity to like we're not talking about god like every time we work with people for right. fashion stuff but we're actually ambassadors for christ mm. and people can actually see that you're different when you're being yourself mm-hmm. like there's the yeah authenticity that is rarely found in the fashion industry. I don't know if you know what I mean. And I feel like people are drawn to that. And whenever you're working like anywhere, like like God actually uses you in that way. Yeah. Just the fact that you walk into that room, God walk into that room with you. You know, and that changes the atmosphere wherever you go. You know, it's a it's a mm, biblical mm-hmm. verse. Wherever you put your feet on, you know. 
Um, yeah, so I understand the doubt, but if you look at it with those eyes, you'd be like, yo, I'm ready to change this world. I'm ready to change this this industry, you know, one step at a time, mm-hmm. one room at a time. Yeah, no, I've always thought but about let's do it. Um, like relationships, like you're building relationships. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even like that, like, but it's actually you brought a point that I didn't even think about like oh maybe someone will see the picture and be like inspired by that picture and then look you up and then like I actually never thought of it like that way I've always thought of it like oh like I'm building relationships with the people around me and like I'm treating them like God would treat them etc but that's like such a good point that you bring because I've not and I feel like maybe people listening to this podcast like some people because like I have doubts and then I'm like okay I'm reminded like you guys literally reminded me like yes you're right like the Holy Spirit and like that's like what I need and I think that like people that are listening (laughs) probably need that too because sometimes maybe it's I don't know maybe it's external like opinions or thoughts about people like oh you're not doing anything oh you're not serving people you're not saving Mm. a life like a doctor or whatever but like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, I, that we always actually have to be reminded that like literally god is like the creator that's so yeah, yeah that's so good like yeah and like yeah, that's something sure. we creators do all the time we're literally researching photographers and yeah creators yeah. all the time and looking them up so like sometimes with we forget yeah. that people yeah, might do sure. that with us too oh my you gosh. know that's yeah. so true yes i agree <laughs> I agree. Um, awesome. With the people out in the land of podcast world, uh, where could they find you? Talk about finding other Christian artists. Wow. Um. So you, we're on Instagram, so you can look us up. It's six twenty third. Um, written. Oh. It's spelled out. Yeah, exactly. And. Hopefully, really soon in stores in America. You can yes. find the magazine. We're hopefully, on. we're working on it. Yes, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, Amen. not saying anything yet. But hopefully, you guys will be able to buy it soon in oh, America. Yeah. Or you can just go to our website. It's yeah six six twenty seven spelled out as well dot co, and you can buy it from there. And you know, look at some articles yes. on Amazing. the website. And your well. personal Instagrams or things. All right, mine is Mateus AMC, so M A T E S A M C. Jonathan DeClay, which, like, <laughs> which... I'm not going to even spell it out because it's going to be too long. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll leave that in the uh, yeah. description below. No. <laughs> <laughs> description. Then you don't I'll have to up. try to spell his name because it's kind of hard. <laughs> uh yeah, French names. Yeah, yeah do you want to French speak names. something in French over these people? <laughs> They'd probably love it. They'd probably go for it. He's the one that is Whoa. yeah, on church staff. staff. <laughs> so go for it, Jonathan. As if, as if oh my gosh, Jonathan, can you <laughs> pray me. in French right now, like to end this podcast? Yes. Oh my I'll gosh, do it. Yes, come on, go Let's for it. Go. In French, I'll do French. it in French. In oh, French or in, or in English? French? French. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Non, French. Seigneur, je te remercie pour yeah. cette opportunité qu'on a de, d'enregistrer ce podcast, Seigneur, et je, te, je prie pour toutes les personnes qui écoutent actuellement, Seigneur, je prie que tu puisses souffler, Seigneur, et que tu puisses euh, euh, leur apporter, Seigneur, quelque chose d'extraordinaire, Seigneur, peu importe où ils sont, peu importe ce qu'ils font, Seigneur, 
Euh, on croit, Seigneur, que ce n'est pas quelque chose de, de juste, euh, quelque chose de vain, Seigneur, mais que tu es actuellement en train de faire quelque chose euh, au travers de tout ça, Seigneur. Et on te remercie, Seigneur, parce que le, le meilleur est devant nous, Seigneur, et que tu fais des, des choses incroyables. Merci, Jésus, pour tout ce que tu fais. Amen. Amen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> thank you. That's fun. So much, guys. Thank you so much for talking to me today.